Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got a boatload of uh, emails here on the Minnesota Goodbye. Oh. So let's see if any of them are good. Are good. <laughs> Well, it's funny because they're all good in their own way. Am I right? Yes, you're all our favorites. Okay, that one is for On the Radio. Here's one that says Minnesota Goodbye. Sometimes I don't understand about iHeart. I'll be listening to it. Like this morning, What's My Name by Rihanna and Drake came on. I listened to half and started recording my kids, so iHeart stopped playing. When I turned it on, the song started over. I stopped it because I don't like the song enough to listen to it twice, so I started over, stopped, excited, exited out of the app, started over. Why? This happens a lot, and I'm just curious why. Love you guys, though. Definitely not a deal breaker to listen to the podcast. Just weird. Every time I turn on iHeartRadio, I hear a song. And, really? Uh, yeah, I hear a song that is usually filler because we're playing commercials. So I'll hear like Rihanna or I'll hear Sexy Back or something like that. Okay. Um, because during commercials, we can't play the commercials over the stream. Okay. Because they don't pay to get played over the stream. That's why you hear the Jamba Casino right. commercials instead. I don't know. You know what? It, uh, uh, we we always take your comments into consideration. Yeah. It gets a little like banging her head against the wall because somewhere in the world's largest audio company <laughs> is somebody responsible for making that a better experience. Yeah. And I I think because they, they're technical people, not customer people. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You and I are customer people. We mm-hmm. care about you. Technical people, they care about technical yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think you're so right. So to them, it might be like, well, it works fine. It's like, no, it works not fine because when you open up the app and you hear yeah. Rihanna each time, that is not a good experience. Correct. Okay. So th- thanks for letting us know. Seriously. Hey, everybody. I have a question. Is it just me or does anybody else feed the squirrels? If the birds get any of the feed, that's great. But the squirrels are my favorite. Oh. They're fun to watch, acrobatic, tenacious, and cute and entertaining as hell. No, it's true. They are uh, is, very talented with yeah. their acrobatics. <laughs> uh, if you you can actually buy some, one of my favorites is a thing I have in Colorado. It's a squirrel feeder. It looks like a pinwheel, and on each spoke of the pinwheel is a corn cob. Okay. So the and it spins, so the squirrels will jump up on it and then spin, and they'll fall off. They're trying to get some of the corn off the corn cob. So it's to prevent them from getting it. No, it's for them to play with. Oh, it's yeah. a toy. It's absolutely for the squirrels Hilarious. to play with. And it spins, and then it kind of flings them off. And the, it's just oh. its just funny. I mean, it's not going to yeah, hurt them. They're no, squirrels. They're fine. Funny. Uh, all right, next one. Minnesota goodbye. Here we go. Sorry for the long email. I think it's such an interesting conversation starter. Writing in about a topic you brought up before, but recently I got some free time, and when I don't feel like listening to music, I've gone back and listened to some old podcasts of the show. Now, I know that COVID isn't over per se, but I think the collective masses have largely moved on or have decided how to live with the virus. But since we are in a normal that feels as close to pre-COVID times, I decided to go back and listen to episodes of your show from March of 2020. I started off with March 19th of 2020, and I've made my way to the end of that month. It honestly is fascinating Listening to the progression of fear and concern as the days move along. We've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Yeah, we have, yeah. March 9th was a Monday of the week when you could say everything changed. That Monday, cases were low. 
but there was small concern. However, life moved on. We were told to wash our hands. We were seeing what was happening in Spain and Italy. Later that week, we learned that Tom Hanks got COVID and everything shut down. I don't want to make this too long, but it is crazy how quickly things moved. One day, we think that social distancing and lockdowns were going to get us over the COVID hump in just a couple of weeks. Then life will move on. Days later, we learn that states are shutting down, restaurants and activities are closed, and the kids will likely not go back to school the rest of the year. Yeah. In fact, in one of the more recent podcasts I listened to you three learn that COVID will actually last through summer of 2020. Wow. Listening to you three, Steve included, learn how to navigate at home. At home, life speaks for us all. But also so interesting to hear the optimism you three had. There was hope that we would come out on the other side more united. But after about a week of COVID, you started sharing on the show the conspiracies that arose. Honestly, I could go on and on about these topics, but I'll stop the email here. Happy to share more about March 2020 podcasts and what life was like. Um, yeah, it's a really it's like going back and hearing a little time capsule. Yeah. It's like watching the movie Contagion, but in podcast form. Right. It's weird. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I haven't gone back to listen. Mm. I haven't either. Me, no. Part of me doesn't want to. I don't really like to go back and listen to things, really. Unless it's like, if it was something really funny we did that day, I might play it for Jake if he missed it. But I pretty much don't go back and listen. Because it's like I lived it, you know? I don't either. Yeah. I don't really feel the need to go back and listen. That's why people say, do you remember when you did this? Do you remember when you did yeah. this? And a lot of the time, I, I don't, and I feel bad. I don't either anymore. Um, I used to. I think I've told you this before. I didn't know how you could forget things. Now I get it. It's been 10 years, and you've been doing it, obviously, yeah. way longer than me. And it's like, I don't remember. Every single War of the Roses bl- blurs together at this point. So when people ask, whatever happened, who did, who did he send the roses to? I'm like, I could not no, tell you. No. I am so sorry. Uh, here we go with another one, writing you about some promotional work that you do on the show. Hope there's no legal issues to keep you from disclosing. But every once in a while, I notice that you promote TVs and movies, TV shows and movies, or you go to screenings of movies you later talk about. I imagine sometimes it's simply going out of fun, but other time I feel it's work promotion related. For example, this summer, the movie Bros was promoted heavily. I don't live in Minnesota, but I live in a city where Universal uh, Studios went to in order to promote the movie. There were promotional events, RV buses, all over the city to get people interested. Fallon, Jenny, and Drake all went to the premiere and talked about it on the show. The reason I bring this up is to say, one night, my roommate and I wanted to watch a shit movie just for fun, and after hearing about the disaster that bros had, we decided to watch it. It was awful. Oh. I am gay myself, and the movie was insufferable. It flopped at the box office. Many in the community didn't like it, etc. I could go on. But I wanted to get a genuine reaction from those on the show who saw it. Now that it's been months, can you honestly talk about the movie? To me, there was no appeal. No one cares about Billy Eichner, and the movie deserved to flop. Oh, wow. I just no, don't agree. I don't feel that way at all. I mean, movies are so subjective. I am also not gay, so I yeah. can't speak on behalf of the community. Drake is, and he loved it. And I went with two gay friends, well, a married couple, yeah. and they loved it, too. Yeah. So I'm surprised to hear that. I do know it flopped, I think, compared to what they were expecting it to, because I remember seeing that, kind of. Um, that was not one. We do have some. They're called, I mean, we call them integrations, and they're like, um, but we that one was, we weren't paid to talk about that. Yeah, there's certain ones that we um, uh, that yeah. You'll, it's a commercial. You'll you know it's a commercial usually. Yeah. I, no, I think no. I do commercials like right now. You'll hear on the radio for um, that new show, um, the Pitch Perfect show. Yeah, and it's because that company paid me 
And I'm, it's not me saying this is the best show you've ever seen. It's a script saying this is when it comes out. Here's the date. Watch it. And so it's not me saying I've watched it and it's the best thing on earth. But the bros one was not. that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we do get to see screenings before other people for free. Mm-hmm. But there's no obligation to talk about the movie. We just went and all of us went and saw it at a different, because you saw it at a different screening. Yeah. And we genuinely liked it. And I love Billy Eichner. So I disagree so much. I love Billy on the streets and the sh- a couple of shows he's done. I will bring up like when we talk about movies like or shows like The White Lotus or anything on Netflix, that's all just our own honest yeah. opinion. For example, when I talked about Devil in Ohio, it was disappointing. And I get to say whatever I want about yeah. it because it was just my honest opinion. Right. When I said that White Lotus moved really slowly this season, but the finale was really good. That's my honest opinion. Right. Um, uh, and uh, when we talk about TV shows nearly all the time, it's it's just it's not a commercial. It's just our honest opinion, friend to friend. I wish yeah. we got paid for all those things we talk about. I would be so rich because I watch so much TV. I, I would get so much money. I do all the Bachelor and Bachelorette updates, and that's just yeah. me giving an update on the show because yeah. I watch it. But it's get it's starting to get insufferable, so now I wish that they would start paying <laughs> me so then I could continue to watch it because I don't know that I'll watch the next season, right. honestly. Right, right. Uh, next one attacks me oh. from Allison. Uh, Dave, I got to give you shit for something you would give Fallon shit for all the time on the morning oh, show. Okay. <laughs> a couple of years ago, you would harp on Fallon when she would talk about a recipe she recently made, and you would say something like, "This isn't Marge's cooking corner, Fallon." But now, all of a sudden, you are Mister Crockpot every Monday, <laughs> gabbing about on about a new recipe you've tried. Laugh emoji, and here's Fallon being so calm and collected to listening to you being a hypocrite. Fallon, you realize that he has done this, right? Anyway, all in good fun. I do actually enjoy your Crock-Pot stories. Everybody loves food, so it's always a great topic from Allison. That's why he's Davy Crock-Pot, you know? Yeah. He loves a Crock-Pot recipe. We all give each other shit for things that we also are guilty of all Absolutely. the time. <laughs> True. Uh, next one, it says, I never know who to say whether it's, I never, whether, I never know whether to say who it's from. Just wait till the end. Maybe. Because then at the end, sometimes they'll surprise me by saying, oh, don't mention my right. name. And it's like I've already said this is from, I'm not going to say. Hey, favorite morning show. I'm writing in to add to the didn't change their address conversation. This started out with somebody who wrote to us and said, I get packages from Amazon stacking up on my porch from the person who lived here before a year ago that did not change their address. And I don't like it because when I go on vacation, there are porch, there are packages stacked up on my porch and people think that we're on vacation so they could break into our house. The, the old resident doesn't care. So today I was out in my barn. I saw a sheriff's de- deputy come up my drive. I go out and he says, is John Smith, made up name, is here. He has papers for him. Well, this guy hasn't lived here for at least six years since that's how long I've owned the house. I'm not even sure if that's the person I bought the house from or Mr. John was an owner before that. I was relieved to find out the deputy wasn't here for me or to deliver terrible news. But dang, who doesn't change their address after six or more years? Yeah, that's weird. Now I'm super curious as to why this guy has the county after him, and I know I'll never find out. Keep it zany from Anna. Um, We're going to keep it zany, Anna. Don't you worry. I'm going to guess that anybody who is a big enough idiot to not change their address is also possible to be a lawbreaker. So in other words, anybody who's irresponsible enough to have the sheriff after them is probably irresponsible enough not to change their address. And I'm going to give you an example of this from real life. We've lived in our house for about 19 years. Mm -hmm. After we'd lived there about a year and a half, I'm in the basement one day, and a kid about 20 years old comes down the stairs, 
and walks into the basement. And we're like, who are, who are you? Oh, my God, yeah. He's like, uh, is Mark here? And I'm like, no, there's no Mark that lives here. You need to leave. Yeah. And he's like, oh, man, sorry. I thought Mark's to, Mark doesn't live here anymore. And I'm like, no, get the, I didn't say get the yeah. fuck out. But I was like, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. And I thought, they didn't tell you they were moving because you're the kind of kid that walks into the house unannounced. <laughs> yeah. So, in other words, there's a correlation between the yeah. previous family not telling you they were moving and not talking to you, obviously, <laughs> yeah. in a year. For a year and a half, yeah. But you're a big enough asshole to walk <laughs> into their house unannounced when you obviously don't even know where they live yeah, anymore. clearly. So, there's a correlation. Usually, bad behavior doesn't happen in a vacuum. Right. If somebody's an asshole here... Chances are they're just an asshole. Yeah. Remember that, Jenny. I'll remember that. So many quotes <laughs> that you give me of just life lessons here, Dave. I love it. Yeah. Okay, good. I good to know. Uh, next one. Don't care if you use my name, so have at it, says Jamie. All right, here's my question. Our neighborhood's messy. Hear me out. I've only lived in very rural areas, so I have no idea what it's like to live in a tight-knit housing community or a neighborhood or a housing development. I see these big winding streets with all these families and houses and cul-de-sacs, and I think, boy, bet you some drama happens in there. Yep. Is that true? Surely one would think that the more people living in an area, the better chance of juicy gossip and petty arguments. It also seems like all the good War of the Roses happens in neighbors or neighborhoods. A few years ago, there was even a, a bit on the show called Revenge, and I must admit, I ate that shit up yeah. every week. Do you have any stories of block parties gone mad, bad or neighborhood feuds fueled by petty property damage? Are there certain couples that become the celebrities of the block? I hope this makes enough sense to give you all a talking point. Thanks so much for reading and for humoring this dedicated fan, Jamie. Thank you, Jamie. We um, could definitely do that as a bit on the show. You know there is. You know there's drama. I would go out on a limb and do a stereotype here. You know all the new build communities? Mm -hmm. I mean, they're everywhere. It's like the new developments. Every house kind of looks the same. They're very close yep. to each other. There are no mature trees. My bold statement is it is just juicy. People are <laughs> cheating left and right because it's all these young families. They're all sitting at the end of their driveways drinking together with their solo stoves. Yep. And then someone gets a little too drunk. And then one of them takes the kids in. And someone has to stay in the house with the kids sleeping. And then the other one's sneaking around back. I bet you the new development communities are the, <laughs> oh my gosh, are the most scandalous. I, I, I have not experienced that. I <laughs> hear not interfamily scandals, but scandals within a family yeah i mean i'm not going to say anything but there's some things that i've heard in our neighborhood and it's all cheating it's either cheating or sexual scandals or whatever yeah but it's not interfamily. i've never heard of like somebody cheating with somebody in the neighborhood i'm sure it happens all the time as a matter of fact i knew somebody who worked here many years ago who found out her husband was sleeping with the next door neighbor. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, and she, uh, they had a young kid. And you know the funny thing was? He was a good guy. He yeah. was a really good guy. He was just cheating with the next door neighbor. But you remember the story with my cousin who told me about something that was happening in Castle Rock, Colorado. And this oh, was five or yeah. so years ago. And I'm trying to remember the details, but the housekeeper was also sleeping with some of the husbands yeah. around. So, the, the, you know, people would say, oh, you should get Judy to clean your house. She's yeah. really good. <laughs> so Judy's cleaning like 10 houses in the neighborhood, and Judy is picking up some money by basically yeah. sleeping with the husbands 
that live in some of these houses. Well, Judy, I think, didn't she get pregnant? I believe that was the story. She got pregnant, and so then that husband had to move out, and I don't know whether he and Judy ended up together, but that was a scam. But for the most part, Jamie, no, neighborhoods are not messy. There might be some scandals here and there, but it's like a workplace. There's some scandals here and there, like, you know, she in IT might be sleeping with he in management or he in, you know, a bookkeeping might be sleeping with he in mechanical or whatever. But it's isolated. It's not messy. Yeah. I know that there's always drama with neighborhoods and like neighbors. I heard about some drama in my neighborhood last night, which I was surprised about. Like a woman's kid had a party and the guy just the neighbor just doesn't like him in general. So he called the cops on the party and the cops got there and they're like, no one's drinking and it's 9 p.m. Why are we here? And then so that neighbor built a fence and it wasn't approved by the oh, HOA. And then the bad. HOA was going to be like, you need to remove that fence. And that she that person had spent like $10,000 on the fence. And they're like, I'm not paying to remove. Anyway, so I think there are probably at least those kind of dramatics going mm. on where I think she mentioned it like the property line. I, I think we did a, a topic with a girl on our show before who she put up a fence. And it was a tiny bit over in the neighbor's yard, and they called out the city. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, yeah. And it, it was a tiny bit, and she was like, "It's ridiculous. They shouldn't make us move it. We spent all this money, and it was like, no move. You're it. kind of in the no, wrong. Unfortunately, you, yeah. that was, does suck. When I lived in Plymouth, my first house uh, over on Fifty Fourth Avenue North, um, the neighbor up on the hill behind us put up a fence. Yeah, and I remember the guys were up there. The fence builders were up there stringing the line along the fence. And they went around some trees that were on my property. And I said, no. Yeah. I said, you're not going to go around trees that are on my property. And the guy was kind of an ass. He's yeah. like, oh, so you uh, are you a surveyor? You, uh, you a fence builder? You know how this works? And I'm like, that tree's on my property. You're not going to wrap your yeah. rope around this side of the fence just because it works better. So uh, yep. th- I don't remember that it didn't work out, so it must have worked out. Right. All right, that's our time for the Minnesota Goodbye. If you have any neighborhood scandal stories or maybe you think that we're wrong or that your neighborhood is a mess or maybe you've got a neighborhood scandal that's going on, ooh, send that in to us <laughs> to ryanshow at kdwb.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.